BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Call from Grace. Grace, have we spoken before? Yes. Yes. I but I have a revenge I, story. You have a revenge story. Please, please enlighten yes. me, Grace. What, what is your revenge why. story? I wanted my boyfriend to share his revenge stories because he's way more petty than I am, but he's being all shy. He's being so. shy? I don't, I don't oh, know why. I'm shy. He just won't... Oh, no, he just doesn't want to tell me. Here, no, put him, put him like, on the phone. I'll be, put him on the phone. I'll be nice to him. Like, he, he won't. Lyle wants to talk to you. I'll be nice. I'll be nice like, to him. I promise to be nice to him. I don't always promise I'll be nice, but I'll pro- promise I'll be nice to him. What's going on, Lyle? What's your name? Josh. Josh, look, I really appreciate you. You know, look, I heard how shy you are. I heard you're a shy, <laughs> fragile little boy. And so I just want you to know I'm going to be very careful with you. I'm not going to drop you. I'm going to hold you that, tight. That I'm going to never great. let go. Okay. Um, because I love you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I just really appreciate you hopping on the phone with me in spite of your 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 um, bashfulness. Bashfulness. Okay. I'm imagining you right now. You have big, bright, red, rosy cheeks. <laughs> yeah, that's um, it. And you're the, just the most adorable person I've ever talked to. Listen, Josh. Yes. Holy shit. I remember that. Have you ever gotten revenge? Um, you know, so Grace is kind of putting me on the line right there. I have. I just can't remember them. Um, I can tell you one I did remember just now, though. Please. So I was in class. This was, I believe, the fourth grade. And this one kid would always pick on me, right? He would always, like, throw stuff at, like, my, I don't know, he would, like, flick my ear or, like, throw pencils down my shirt, right? Mm-hmm. And this happened for, like, an entire year, right? And I never, I like, I was that kid who didn't want to get in trouble, so I'd just be like, all right, whatever. Till finally, one day, he, I forgot what he did, but he did something that really pissed me off. So one day he went to go sharpen his pencil, right? And I was like, all right, I'm going to get my revenge on this kid some way or another. So I got one of my pencils, right? And I like, I I didn't, it wasn't like a normal like pencil. It was like a lead pencil, mechanical pencil. So I kind of took it out as far as like the lead out as far as I could. Right. And so when the kid, when this kid went to sit right back down, he would like, as soon as he was about to do something, I like went around and I just like stabbed him in the arm. And I was like, 
bro, never do anything to me again. Interesting. You stabbed him. Did you did you penetrate the skin? I did penetrate the skin. There was blood. There was blood. My enemies did suffer. What was his reaction to being stabbed? Oh, he was bitch about it. He was like, bro, why would you stab me? And I told mm. him, I was like, because you've been you know, messing with me all year, buddy. Oh. Bro, why would you stab? Man, I, I got to tell you, Josh, I'm very shocked because I thought you were a sweet, innocent little boy, but I had no idea you were capable of such malice. I, I am, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah, she's worse. Are you two still friends? Uh, no, I have no idea what happened to that kid. Mm. I, Do you I think he's still alive? I, I would hope so. Because you can't go around just stabbing people and thinking that they might not try to take revenge out on you. Oh, yeah, no. I still look over my shoulder to this day. I'd continue to be careful, Josh. But uh, I, will. I like your cover. I like what you're doing here. You're walking around with your with your uh, little spinner hat and your lollipop as if you wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> so I will be looking to you as the person to go revenge on. I like that, Josh. Well, listen, thank you so much for sharing and um, continue to watch your back. Absolutely, Gek. You have a wonderful day. You too. What about my revenge story? Trent. Hello, my friend. How are you, Trent? I'm fantastic. How are you? You're fantastic. Why are you fantastic? Anything particularly going on, or are you just saying that? Are you do you are, do you actually feel fantastic, or was that just sort of you wanted to respond enthusiastically to me? I feel mildly fantastic. I just woke up from a nap and then enjoying my day off. Mm. Uh, what do you do on your days on? Uh, I work at Guitar Center, and I'm also a musician on the side. Mm. Uh, what kind of music do you play? Uh, I'm in a psych rock band, as in of the psychedelic variety. You sound exactly like all the things that you're saying right now. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I like, you know, you, I like that, because it would be weird uh, that would make sense that would it's make me an like, imposter that would make me an imposter otherwise uh, it's kind of like uh when you ever say something and someone says you would say that has ever happened yeah yeah i think that's happened before i hate that expression because ev everything i say <laughs> is something i would say that's a fact yeah that's just reality listen trent have you ever gotten revenge uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I have. I'm trying to think of a specific instance. Let me jog my memory here for a second. Maybe someone came in, they uh, uh, stole one of your guitars. So you went to steal one of their guitars. Someone, <laughs> uh, uh, you took acid and a dog called you fat. And so you had tracked down the dog, but it wasn't a real dog. That would Anything be like that? that would be a uh, that would be a story worth hearing. But uh, mm. I think my story is probably less. I'm not much of a vindictive person. 
No, you don't sound it. I've definitely been wronged before and had the idea of revenge. So I've I've had my house robbed before at a point in time where I was living a less than proper lifestyle, and I was on a mission to find out who did it, and I was gonna beat the living shit out of them, but I never made it around to it. The only time, the only instance that's coming to mind, revenge-wise, was shenanigans, high like middle school-wise. When you say, by the way, when you say a less than proper life, what do you mean by that? Oh, you know, <laughs> I've not always done the most socially acceptable things. <laughs> mm, socially acceptable by you know what definition? I mean, were you living in a a, a, a van? Were you living I've, in a crack house? Socially acceptable on on what level? Mm. I basically operated a, a trap house. <laughs> okay. Of a variety. Okay, trap house for selling illegal substances at a point in time. Okay. So, now, is... someone who the person that robbed you were they sort of in your circle? Someone you met via? Um, we. I think I believe it was someone that we were friends with who was an addict. Mm. And robbed us for what you know for our money and et cetera, and just out of jealousy, as mm. people do. And you don't do that I mean, anymore, right? People... No. You said, I'm sorry. You were going to say something. You said he robbed you out of jealousy. Oh yeah, yeah. You know when when you when you're making money and doing things, people see that and want what you have. That's just an unfortunate part of human nature. I found. And you don't you don't do these these things anymore, right? No, yeah, and hopefully it's outside the statute of limitations by now. That was a long time ago. So, <laughs> what got you out of the game, Trent? Uh, situations like that. That was not the only time our house got robbed either. So, <laughs> was that sort of the the catalyst for change? In that regard, yeah, I, I still did shitty things to myself for years to come but mm. past hopefully past that part of life now <laughs> these 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 your past life is it something you talk about in your music at all oh yeah yeah see i also have a solo project where i do like folk folk punk songs and a lot of them about like depression you know mental health drug drug abuse addiction stuff like that so that's a it's a cathartic tool for sure absolutely it's my therapy gecko so to speak i like that i like that where can we where can we listen to your music trent i actually have a new album coming out on may 22nd which is next week it's called fuck till payday fuck and that'll till be payday fuck till payday you are correct <laughs> okay. what do you think how does that grab you I like it. It makes sense. I mean, are, are, don't you don't you have trouble with like the 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 getting into Spotify listings or whatever? If you have fuck in the title, no, Spotify is fully down with it. I I go through like DistroKid, which is a uh, online distribution site for like music mm-hmm. purposes. That gets you know you subscribe to that, and then you can get it out through Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, etc. And well, then so it try- collects it collects revenue services for you and shit. 
before we go, just, I mean, briefly, what's the the main sentiment that you want people to take away when they listen to um, Fuck Till Payday? If you listen to it, just take a moment to reflect on life and all of its various circumstances and try and come away with something positive and, you know, it just don't be a dick. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Trent. You have a good rest of the night. Thank you, Lyle. You too. Call from Flora. Flora? Yeah, hi. Oh my What's god, up, I can't Flora? believe I got through. How you doing? Tell me everything. Tell good. Me oh wait, sorry, what were you gonna ask? Oh, I wasn't gonna ask anything. Oh. Well, I have a good revenge story. Please. Okay. I had a really shitty neighbor. Uh, mm-hmm. in college um like woke me up at two in the morning one time banging on my door he was bleeding in his underwear um he wanted to borrow a screwdriver to take his bathroom door off the like hinge so yeah like worst neighbor ever and um so i got the best petty revenge ever um which was one night, him and Wait a minute, hold on. Beer I have to Wait, stop you right yeah. there. I want to hear the rest of your story, but... Y- Alright. A-, a thing of your neighbor knocks on your door to try to borrow a screwdriver late at night. Mm-hmm. I can see where that's annoying, but you completely t- t- just glossed over <laughs> the part where he was bleeding from his underwear? Oh, no. He was in his underwear. He was bleeding because he had tried to kick in his own bathroom door. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's like how out of it he was. Um, sure, that makes just sense. a drunk frat guy, you know, drunk frat guy thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, how did you enact your revenge on him? Um, I waited. You know, don't get angry floor. in the moment. Yeah, don't get angry in Leaving the moment. Leaving one of his testicles behind. I wish that would have been the better revenge. Um, but yeah, I waited till the next weekend whenever him and his frat guy friends got drunk again outside and. Um, he left his TV outside, and I didn't take the TV. I just took the power cord. Mm. Like, just pulled the power cord out of the back of it, and then, yep, just let him try and figure out what's going on. You know, that's that's interesting, because that's just... It's not too extreme. It's not like I fucking smashed this guy's TV in. Yeah, no, right? no, I'm not it's like It's just that. annoying enough. Yeah, gas like expensive, himself. just annoying enough. Yep. So but now here's, but but I also believe that you fucked yourself. I actually, mm-hmm. all in all, I believe you did yourself okay. a disservice because you know what's going to happen, Flora. Uh, lay it on me. You know what's going to happen is a bloody, pussy, mm. jizzy, sweaty. Your neighbor mm. is going to covered in jizz and blood and sweat and cum mm. is gonna knock on your door at three o'clock in the morning saying, Hey, can I borrow a power cable for my TV? And then in well, that moment, you're gonna be huh. like, Damn, I wish I had just let it go. You know, I had um I've moved since then, but you know that doesn't sound like a bad time though. You know, it's like another story. It's another chapter. Well, listen, Flora, before we go, how are the new neighbors? 
Um, much better. Much, much better. Not that crazy. 10 out of 10. 10 out of Never 10. Never had a like driver if they came to you at 3 o'clock in the morning? I would help them with whatever they're, like, they needed the screwdriver for. I'm absolutely thrilled to hear that, Flora. Thank you so much for sharing. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me on, Gek. Have a good night. Call from Garrison. Garrison? Hello, Gecko? Hey, Garrison. What's up, Gek? Not a whole lot. What's up with you? Oh, man. I just want to talk about revenge, man. I think I got a revenge story for you. Okay, tell me. All right, dog. So, all right, we're going to look back deep on this one. So when I was young, I went to, like, this daycare, right? So both my parents worked. So I was at this place kind of like all day. It was kind of like Lord of the Flies, but for kids. And, you know, we just kind of ran around and she got wild. And there's this, uh, there's this guy. And we'll call him Max, right? And uh, Max was a lot bigger than me. Like, I was just like a little kid. Hey, what, what's your, you're, cutting, you're cutting out a little bit here and there. Oh, dog, my bad. I'm walking around. I can tell you're better? excited. Oh, yeah, it's a little man. bit better. I'm charged up. Okay, all right. So you're in a daycare facility that has very little to no um, adult surveillance. Yeah, this is, um, think about like Baby Lord of the Flies. It's pretty accurate. Baby Lord of the Flies. I, I'm noticing a trend wherein, um, you know, a lot, of our, a lot of our revenge stories are about things that happened... Uh, you know, in people's youth, which I think mm-hmm. is good. I, I, you know, I, I talked earlier at the very beginning of the stream about how I don't really have my, um, you know, uh, current thoughts about revenge. But I think one thing I've learned is that, uh, you know, as as maturity increases, desire for revenge tends to decrease. If I if I had to, you know, make a judgment based upon the yeah. data that I've received this evening. Okay, so uh, you were at the thing. You were at right. a daycare center. Yeah. So, I mean, just, I mean, this guy was just bigger than me, man. Like, he was just a, he's just an asshole. Like, everything I brought there, he would just take from me, be like that, or, you know, like if, um, like if I, like Pokemon, like I, like, you know, the Pokemon games on my Game Boy, and like, you know, if he wanted to play, man, he would just come up and take it. Like, whenever he wanted. He, he, He commandeered you through force. Yeah, he was, he was bigger than me. Like, he just was a straight up bully. Sure, Um, sure. And so, you know, time goes on, and I don't really see him or think about him that much. And, I mean, but this went on, I mean, for days and weeks and months, and it just, you know, it kind of took its toll. Um, and sure, then sure. years go by. You know, I go to middle school or elementary school, middle school, high school, and I get, you know, I get pretty big, man. Like, I become, okay. I played, you know, competitive football, went to D1 football college. So in high school, I was a big dude. Sure, and sure. Uh, walking through the cafeteria one day in my high school, and I mean, there's probably, I mean, there's a thousand kids in my graduating class. And so there's a lot of kids in this cafeteria and I was just walking. And like in that crowd, I saw this kid, I saw Max and I don't know how I saw him. I don't know what made him stand out to me, but like deep, deep down dog, I knew this was Max. Okay. And so I don't even know, like I didn't even hesitate. I just knew something had to be done. Um, and so I told the guy I was walking with, I was like, you know, hold on, man. And so I go, I just march over there and he was eating pudding Sure. and I tapped him on the shoulder. Yeah. You know? And so I tapped him on the shoulder and he looked over and I said, are you Matt? 
And he looked up, and I mean, I'm a behemoth now, and this kid is like still a shrimp. He's almost the same size. Okay. Right? And so immediately in his eyes, his eyes got big. And I looked at him, and I said, do you remember me? And he kind of like nodded, and I just sure. took his head, and I just shoved it into his pudding cup like as hard as I could. Wow, that's horrible. I hate that. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel good about it, right? So my revenge resulted in me becoming the thing that I was revenging against. Interesting. Now, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, well, here's why I hate this is because, I mean, to carry on, I mean, what's the difference here? I mean, this, this, his initial bullying of you mm-hmm. was when you were in elementary school. Right. And then in high school, to carry th- those emotions for that long. And I can't describe I mean, it. That must t- that, that's take a, a toll on you. Yeah. I that's, mean, that, it, that, that's not productive for anyone. Well, you don't even know you have those emotions until you're in the moment and those emotions show up out of nowhere. And then I didn't even know I thought about that part of my life. Listen, man, I've had people, you know, in middle school. I had people, uh, you know, with whom I had contentious relationships, and then later mm. on in my life, as we mature, I, you know, I, I sort of rendezvous with them. We actually become friends. I mean, that that feels so much better than to, you know, you know, shove shove this guy's face in his pudding cup for no reason. Oh, right. It's not something I'm proud of. Again, I mean, as like you said earlier, as we mature, we want to. This is not behavior we typically chase, right? Sure. So I don't feel good about it, but it. I mean, it's almost like when I got done with it, I didn't even know I had done it until it was over. I couldn't even think. This this seems to me as though you you just kind of I don't know have this have this impulsive nature. Uh I don't know. I wouldn't say necessarily impulsive, but I think I follow my yeah. I guess maybe. I mean, I didn't, I just know that it's like, I didn't even know when I walked over there, that's what I was going to do. But I just knew something had to be done to this guy. And that was just a feeling I followed over there. Mm. Well, how did he react? He didn't really. Everyone kind of acted confused because like you said, this is pretty deep seated grudge. And I walked away and I don't think I ever saw him again. Mm. You know, that could have been a friendship. It could have. You could have used him as an ally. Maybe I still can. How old are you now? I'm 29. So this was, I mean, this was a long time ago. Mm, okay. And how old is he? Probably also 29. Maybe you'll yeah. run into each other one day and you'll rekindle. I hope so. I mean, so, you know, just the main message for me was the revenge I took ended up in me being the thing that I was upset about to begin with. And it's just a vicious cycle that can happen. Well, before we go, do you feel as though you are still that thing now? No, absolutely not. Good. Good. How would you, what would you say you are now? I would say I'm a more inward-looking person. No, not as rash, not as hot-headed. I think that, you know, I don't sugarcoat things even for myself. I'm pretty realistic. That's why I don't mind talking about stuff like this when saying, you know, I'm not that person anymore. Well, I'm glad to hear that you move on. I'm glad to hear that you've realized the error of your ways. I'm glad to hear that you have changed who you are as a result of reevaluating your past decisions. That's all we can do. We're not embarrassed of our past selves. It means we're not growing. 
So Bingo. I recommend you. Uh, what's your name, Wes? Uh, Garrison. You have a good rest of the night, Garrison. You too, Gek. Hey, folks, this is Lyle here with a very quick message, just letting you know that this podcast does not have any advertising in it as of this very moment. But if you would like to support and make it easier for me to do more Therapy Gecko in the future, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Lyle forever. And for only $5, you can make it a heck of a lot easier for me to put this whole shebang together. That is patreon.com slash Lyle forever. You also get access to exclusive streams, exclusive Gek content. You also get access to the exclusive Gek Legends Discord. Patreon.com slash Lyle forever. All right, back to the calls. Call from Emma. Emma. Hello, Gecko. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm a gecko on the computer, Emma. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so excited. I did not think I was gonna get on. <laughs> Look, Emma. I need you. I need you just for both of our sake to be a little bit less excited. Because here's the thing. I I I can't promise you that this will go well. I can't promise. You. I just oh, no. try to set your expectations. See you. The way that you said "oh" just now, and I could like a downward trend of your excitement. That's perfect. That's exactly where we want to be. Okay, I'm there. Uh, uh, listen, I'm Emma, have there. you ever gotten revenge on someone? Revenge. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think so. I don't know. I there are some people I would like to get revenge on, but I probably will not act upon it. There are people you'd like to get revenge on. Tell me about someone who you'd like to get revenge on. Um, hmm. Well, I don't know. It's just like, you know, I just try to move past it, you know, so I'm not really, really hung up on it too much. But I don't know. I just think about some people that, you know, may have hurt my feelings in the past. And I don't know. And who's the last person that hurt them. your feelings? Um... Well, I dated this guy for two years, and he hurt my feelings pretty bad. He just he like broke up bad. a few months ago. Yeah. Mm. Did he? Did he hurt? Why, why? What was the cause of the breakup? If you don't mind me asking. Um, he's a jerk, but <laughs> uh, he. There's a lot of things that led up to it. Some serious things, but you know, the one that finally broke. The camel's back was that <laughs> um, he was just talking to too many other girls. I couldn't couldn't deal with it. Mm, you felt like you were being held on reserve or something like that. Yeah, but it was like that was supposed to be like the number one, you know, like first team. Well, I mean, did you go into this with sort of, I mean, was it an open relationship in which, you know, the, the, the agreements no. allow you to talk to other people or it was fully closed? No, it was closed. Like, if I was to talk mm. to someone else, it would be a big problem, which it has mm. been, even afterwards, because I was like, okay, well, if you don't want to date me, then, you know, I'm going to go and find a new man. And I did. And, you know, he didn't, he was upset about that. And how, how are things going with him? Um, the new boy, really good. Great. Good. <laughs> Way better. So I think that's kind of revenge in itself, too. I like that. I think that that's a good way of getting revenge, to mm -hmm. move on amicably, to to find a new relationship, or even to invest more in yourself as you move forward into your life. Yeah, 
I, I, I think I'm also investing in myself right now because this guy is a lot nicer to me too. And it's just, you know, I feel happier. I feel like that's Well, I'm happy to hear that, Emma. Thank you so much for Thank sharing. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really glad I got to share with you, Lyle. I'm glad we got to talk too. I'm a gecko on the computer. I never thought I would be, I never thought this would happen in a million years and it did. I really love, I really love what you do. It's awesome. I listen to your podcast like all day, every day. I'm catching up. Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Geck Nation. I'm, I'll talk, you, I'll talk to course. you soon. Yes, I would love to talk again. Call from Sam. Sam. Hey, what's up? How old are you, Sam? 19. You're 19. You're 19,000 so years old. It's very old. You might be older very than the Great old. Wall of China. Definitely. I have uh, I have two revenge stories. Um, one of them is uh, has to do with laxatives, and the mm. other one has to do with an old teacher of mine. Which one would you like to hear? Chat, what do we want to hear? Do we want to hear about the laxatives or the teacher? Hmm. While they're deciding, I'm telling you right now, uh, don't uh, I would not recommend investing in cryptocurrency on a large scale. It's not very um, controllable. What has always been worth value is precious metals and property. So I would say buy a plot of land or something or get some silver or gold. That's always what's silver going for these days. Uh, by the ounce or by the pound. Usually it's bought in ounces. Just silver. Silver, um, right now for an ounce, it's about $27. Last, uh, last May when I bought some, it was $19. And it seems you know to be big going up again. You know what's cool about, uh, I think buying gold? What's that? Is you get to own gold. Yeah, I have a little bit of gold, and I'm telling you right fun, now. Yeah, I have a little bit of gold. You feel pretty powerful. It you makes you feel, like feel a mythical. Pirate. It makes you, you feel, feel like, like you're a, a dragon or something. Or a gecko. Or a leprechaun. Fair enough. What's, what's so the laxative story? Okay, laxative story. So back in high school, for four years, I worked in a steakhouse. It was a small steakhouse. I come from a small area. So it was uh, three cooks in the back, four waitresses, and one guy up front. The one guy up front, he would, um, let's just call him Mark for this, not his actual name. Mark would like to uh, drink about 13 Dr. Peppers every single shift. And the thing is, our boss said, you can have a uh, pop and everything just, uh, without having to pay for it. Just keep it to a reasonable amount. Sure. After three weeks of 13 Dr. Peppers a day, they decided to charge every single employee a dollar for every can. And this honestly pissed us all off because we were having like one, maybe two cans. So what we decided to do is um, I set a trap for him. I know where he kept the Dr. Pepper he drank from. So me and uh, the two guys in the back on a slow day, we uh, got some x from the store across the street made a super concentrated dose and cracked open a can of his Dr. Pepper and mixed it in. 
Somehow he was stupid enough to see an open can of Dr. Pepper and say, hey, this looks safe. Let's drink that. Sure. I We were waiting for it to kick in. We didn't know how strong it was. We're all giggling like a bunch of assholes in back of the kitchen. So we were sitting there. All of a sudden, he's uh, checking someone out from the restaurant. And all of a sudden, you just see his face. Like his soul left from his eyes and was about to shoot out his ass. Mm. Like... He then admitted to us years later, after this is all funny in the end, he shit himself, his pants there, shit himself while walking back to the kitchen, and then uh, like completely destroyed the toilet in the back. I don't understand why. All right, so he drank so much Dr. Pepper that he ruined the free Dr. Pepper party. And he was an ass. That, I should have prefaced that. He was also an ass. This is just the nail, final nail in the coffin. Okay, because if one, if because uh, look, having to pay a dollar. First of all, a dollar for a can of Dr Pepper, incredibly reasonable. Yes, but then you see the wages we made at that restaurant and how much they bought it for. It wasn't. But still, mm. no, he was an ass before this. What, did he do anything to you besides? The Dr. Pepper? Because uh, that seems kind of, kind of, uh, uh, you know, not that bad. Excessive? Uh, yeah, we thought that too, and then, uh, we realized him. he would, um, show up late to about every single shift. He was, um, he was a family member of the people who owned the restaurant who were never there, so we really couldn't touch him. He could do exa- whatever he wanted to, and he would still make about five bucks more than us an hour. What did you do, do to nothing? the teacher? Now I'm curious. Okay, did the you teacher. I prefer the story. No, no. Okay, good. No. No. I'm legally stating right now. I okay, good. no permanent there's gonna come a to time. I think there's going to come a time where someone's going to call into yes. the stream. Is anybody they're recording gonna, They're going to confess to me that they've murdered someone. And I just I just, I, I want to make sure right now that that doesn't happen because then I, I'm going to be an accomplice no. to it. And I don't want to get involved in anyone's court case or anything. So... <laughs> I am 100% Tell me, tell me, who, tell me right about now. this person that you didn't kill, but you did something else to them that was not as bad. Okay, let's call her Mrs. Roberts for this. This isn't her actual name. So, uh, this was eighth grade year. End of middle school. We were feeling pretty good. We were about to go to high school. And this one teacher, she was known for being absolutely the meanest teacher that ever, any of us ever knew. She, uh, I didn't even go to a Catholic school and she acted like a Catholic teacher. Like, um, she would, if you fell asleep in class and God help her that entire fucking history class with a giant snooze book, she okay. would smack your fingers with a yardstick. Uh, if you weren't paying attention, like looking out the window, she'd smack you in the back of the head with a yardstick. Sure. Then she would call the, uh, one time a kid caught the stick and threw it, called the principal who uh, she may call the police and say uh, the kid tried to attack her. Wait, hold on. That's totally badass. She would hit people with a stick, and then the kid just took the stick? Yeah, no. It was honestly like uh, that. That's uh, sick. Oh, what is it? Ultimate Instinct? Right. Just, well, uh, I mean, why, got fed up with where, how long ago? Was this it. in the fucking 1950s? You can't hit kids with a stick as a teacher. No, uh, she, she was an older teacher, and it was a small school, and... Uh, it, it so she just got, got away, away with it? What the fuck? Yeah, no, it was it was a bad principal, bad system at the time. In the last two years before that, we had a lot of new teachers and faculty move around. 
so no one was really. Dude, where attention. do you live? Like in America, Midwest. Does just no one give a shit out there? It's not that we don't give anything? a shit. We just seem to be uh, tougher to it because we have so many freaking teachers smacking us with sticks. Okay, so what did you but, do uh, to the teacher? So um, we set up somewhat of a sting operation. All of us who had iPhones, we set it up in our jackets or shirts, like uh, taped into our chest or something. Hit record to the camera. It was shooting, uh, like it was sticking out one of our um, buttonholes or something on our shirt, so we could see it in front of us. For a whole day, and this was one of the worst days, one of the students tried to provoke her to do something, uh, and then we. Um, she did a bunch of stuff. She hit kids. She would uh, chuck sticks at people, all sorts of stuff. And then she would just yell and scream at the kids for doing nothing. Okay. Then we ended up sending it to the cops. We brought it straight to the sheriff's office. And not only did she get fired, but she got brought up in a court where we had to be witnesses for it on uh, child abuse in the school. <laughs> and then it ended up being about you the, the entire <laughs> class. The way that the story was phrased was a lot more, uh, how yeah, I, I mischievous than no, you no, were this... abused by your teacher and you called the police on her. But you made it seem like you were going to, like, put, put bubble gum in her something. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, she was just a, a mean old lady. But, um, well, I'm no, glad I that she can't kidding. hit kids anymore. Nope, uh, I'm pretty sure she got out of prison about a year ago or so. I cannot remember. Oh, well, she's coming for you, ass. Um, I hope they, um, did they put uh, better put you in a witness it. protection program or else you're going to wake up in the middle of the night with a with a yardstick up your ass, my friend. Dude, she's got to be like 93 at, the, at this point. I don't know why she was still teaching. Mm. Well, listen, thank you for sharing that story, and I hope that you live to uh, not I, – I hope that she doesn't kill you with a stick. As do I, but I'll be ready. Have a good day, sure Gecko. You, will. you too, man. Take care. Bye. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. FunLove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that. Penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead of 
by Agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Call from Mariah. Mariah? Hello? Hey, what's up, Mariah? Uh, how are you? I'm a gecko, Mariah. Oh, that's wonderful. I actually have to you turn know, my sound off. Hold on one second. It's, you know, it is nice. It's, it's, it's good. I think when I... I mean, I don't know how long I'll live, but if, if I'm like 80, I think I'll, when I look back on my life, I'll be like, you know, I had that once I had, you know, that time in my life in which I was a gecko. Maybe I'll be a gecko until I die. But at the very least, I've carved out this amount of time of my life to be a gecko. I don't know how long it'll last. Um, I've never. Yeah, but I I've never it. thought about that. I've no. never Googled how long a gecko lives. How long do you think you're gonna live? When do you think you when 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 do you want to die? How old are you now? I'm 29. You're 29, and how long? How much longer do you want to go? I've made it so much further than I thought. That's good. Okay, so everything's just a bonus for you now. At this point, yeah. That's, that's kind of how I feel too. Like you ever read it? Like sometimes I'll read about. Um, you know, like in like, you know, less developed countries where like the lifespan is shorter and I'm like, damn, you know, I, I, I feel like I got everything else is a bonus. Like, why should I get to live longer than this guy who died? You know? Yeah. Or like in the past, I feel like people used to be like, oh, my gosh, you're 29. You're old. I mean, when you think uh, like if you say the average human lives to 80, I feel like 29 is pretty you're not even halfway there yet, dude. Yeah, you might be. I mean, you might actually be like 99% of the way there if you got hit by a car tomorrow. Oh but, my god, right, right, right. I'm like a heavy smoker, so. Hmm. Do you do you like being 29? Um, it's fine. 
I'm glad I'm not in my early 20s during the pandemic. Oh, why is that? Because I got to have more fun then. So I got that out of my system a little bit. Hmm. What did you do during the pandemic as a 29-year-old? Um, hmm. You know what? I really got into flowers and plants. Flowers and plants. It's good. It's good to have a hobby. Do you, do you, do you, have, a, do you have a job of any kind? I do. What's I'm actually job? a or hairdresser. Does it involve flowers and plants? That's awesome. It doesn't. I'm a hairstylist, so... A hairstylist. So sort of, but not really. I guess the the hair, well, hair grows in the same way that a plant does. I guess, yeah. It's all it, it can all be art. I think so too. I think every there's there's kind of an art to everything if you think about it. I guess. What's your name again? Mariah. Mariah. Yes. Have you ever gotten revenge? Oh my God! Yes, but. I would not super be able to share what it was, um, but it was good. It was good. What, Mariah, what the hell? Why would you? I know. I feel so bad. I you, know. You, I, I'm mad at you. I know. I know. Tell, what, what did you do? Tell us. Well, the first thing was terrible, but then the second thing helped me get my husband. Um, so I'm okay about the second thing. All right. Tell what's what's the first thing? Oh, see, the first thing is the one that would just be like, mm. but I will say that has been sort of resolved. So with getting the revenge, there was healing. What did you do? Um, so it was not super safe. So it wasn't the best thing to say to you right now, Gek, but it is something that um, at this point I'm healed from. Which is good. <laughs> is is it dangerous? A little bit, but it was family stuff. So, did you kill it's one someone? of those things you get stuck with? No, it was super awesome. I didn't kill anyone. Wow, what are we? I, uh, what's your Mariah? Mariah, why would you call in to tell me that you can't tell me a story? Okay. So there was a situation where something was not pointy and I didn't expect it to like stick, but it did stick. What did you so do? It was like not intended to be violent. It was like a fork situation. What did you do? Pretty much just that. That's the most I could say. Okay. You stabbed someone. <laughs> No. Who did you stab? Wait, why did you stabbing someone result in you being with your husband now? No, that's the second thing. So that's a whole different, completely kind of revenge. But that ended up being happy as well. Both things ended up being really happy. Wait, so these things aren't related? No, completely unrelated. All right, so you stabbed someone for what did you, what did the person you stabbed do to you to make you stab them? It was actually self-defense, thank God. So I was okay. It was a fight situation. You got into a fight. Yes. Yes. It was domestic. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, all right. So what happened with your husband? What was the second thing? 
So the second thing was just weird because I started dating, so I'm 29 now, um, but I started dating my husband at 16. So at that time, there were a lot of like shenanigans and hijinks that happened before that. What kind of shenanigans and hijinks? Oh my gosh, there was just a whole world of shenanigans and hijinks, which again, makes me happy that um, I got to do all those fun things and end up being happy and settled now. So you guys were, uh, uh, so, you, so you've, been da- you've been with your husbands for like 13 years. Yes. Okay, rock and roll. Is it going well? It's going really well. Yeah, we just had our three-year wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Wait, what was the revenge? Oh, the revenge was basically stealing him back from someone. Like, the take back. Stealing him back from someone? Yes, when we were 16. Tell me that story. So, that was... I'm happy that we're talking about this, actually. I'm, I'm sure I need to talk about this for a while, but... That was just a very, very, very boring person. And um, all in all, it ended up not being a super happy or exciting situation for him. So he came back and it was really it was really wonderful. And it ended up being such a happy thing. I don't know if that's necessarily revenge or stealing. Happiness is. I don't like I, I, I'm gonna, I mean, I'll, I'll make the same observation that I made with the other guy. I don't like the f- idea of. You stole him, or he was someone. I stole his heart. I, I don't know. It's just it just feels possessive Not to, to me. Yeah, I stole interrupt his heart. Oh um, no! Come on, I would never interrupt you. I feel really bad. I'm listening. You you just said not to interrupt. You can interrupt me. I don't care. I'm, okay, it doesn't matter. That's very sweet, but no. Um, I feel like I definitely stole his heart. Like you took it by force. No, no. I don't think, because he's one of those people um, that just does not do stuff that he doesn't want to do, also, which is good. Okay. In what way do you believe you stole his heart? Um, I feel like because of all of the theatrics, and again, some of the things that we've talked about leading up to it, um, there could have been so many times where I didn't steal his heart and he still is here, which is happy. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I hope, I mean, look, 13 years, you've probably ironed out all the kinks by now. Yes. There's always new gonna, ones, but. Are you guys going to have a kid or something? You know, I have no idea. People always ask that, though. Do you want kids? Um, I think I do, actually. It's funny that, uh, you know, you guys started dating. I Was he he was he also 16? Yes. Okay. Um, it's funny you guys started dating when you were 16, because um, when I go live on TikTok, uh, like, I get, there's a lot of, like, Younger people that are like type in the chat, like I'm going to college and with my boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. And I'm, I always tell them, I'm like, I mean, I don't know shit. I'm a dumb green guy, but I always feel like 16 is a little young. I mean, it worked out for you, which is right. interesting because I always feel like 16 is a little young to be like, this is it. This is who well, I, I am. I not have expected that. So you're totally right. 
I'm totally right. Yes. Yeah. Because I couldn't have expected that at 16 that that was going to happen. Well, it worked out for you. Yes. Yeah. It's just funny to look back at. It's like, oh. Do you feel as though you got lucky? 100%. Hmm. Well, listen, um, Mariah? Yes. Thank you so much for, for calling in and, uh, and sharing with us. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy I got to talk to you. Of course. You have a wonderful evening. Oh, you as well. Bye. Call from... Jay. Jay. Hey, Gak. What do you think about investing in hamburgers and hot dogs? I mean, I mean, as long as you're getting two patties for one dollar, that's a good deal. Well, I, here's, I mean, I think so, right? Uh, I mean, the logic makes sense. Yeah, you're literally getting we'll two cheeseburgers on a singular bun. I am actually not at all surprised that we are talking right now. You're not. Why not? Because I called you. What's your name? Jay. Jake. Jay. Just J A Y. Jay, have we spoken before, Jay? No, no, no. Long time lurker, first time calling 40 times in one night. Well, holy hell, Jay, it's a pleasure to finally meet you. How you doing, man? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm in therapy right now. You're in therapy, right? You're in therapy right now? Right now. I'm talking to a therapy gecko. Well, you're in you're in uh, therapy gecko, which is, you know, uh, far different from therapy. But, um, you know, we can talk about bugs and shit. Yeah. Hey, listen. Um... What's Jake? Jay, yeah. I mean, what's I've got. The, I mean, what's the, Jay? What's the worst thing you've ever done in your entire life? I mean, I'm a petty asshole. I got, I got revenge stories, so I can give you one that's sexual in nature or criminal in nature, or I can give you both. Uh, bo- both of the. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually terrified to continue this conversation. No, no, you're, you're no liability towards any of these things. Uh, uh, will the sexual revenge story be no, weird a, and bad? It, no, it's a common story that I'm surprised I haven't heard from to before tonight. I mean, I'm surprised that with all the callers we had tonight that no one has done something similar because I feel like it's fairly common. Well, sure. Let me hear it. Okay. So obviously, you know, when you move in with your friends and you become roommates, sometimes you become ex-friends for various reasons too many dishes in the sink not paying bills on time so i had an ex-best friend but i remained friends with that group of people and i ended up sleeping with his current girlfriend at the time so my revenge from getting thrown you know dissolving this relationship of the friendship was to get revenge by sleeping with his girl at the time and we slept together for a while do you know how long we slept together we basically we we, we fucked till payday. Wait, so you... Oh, is this real? Yeah, no, this is a real story. This is a real story. Wait, so... I just had to tie it in. Okay, so uh, this doesn't make sense to me. What? Okay, so you, for your friend, has a girlfriend. Yeah, it was an ex-friend at this time. So we were friends, became ex-friends. And the and ex-friend... You, and, was... and, his girlfriend, and then his girlfriend cheated on him with you. Correct. Correct. So again, very simple. I feel like that story should have been told a hundred times before I even called in. I feel like I'm not the only one who's enacted that type of revenge. Uh, I don't know if... <laughs> why, why, why did you do this? I don't understand. What, what was well, your motive in... 
I, I feel that half of it was our primal nature to reproduce and have sex with other, oh you know, humans on this planet. But the other half was motivated by spite, therefore making it revenge sex. The other one that I have is a little bit more wholesome in nature. So when I was in <laughs> high school, I was a Wait, little bit, on. you know. What? Do yeah. you still talk to this friend? No, 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 no. Like I said, it's an ex, it's an ex, it's an ex best friend. We weren't friends at the time. If we were friends at the time, I would never sleep with this girl. But I was enacting revenge, the theme of the night. What do you do? You still do these things? Do you still go out? This is about this is about ten years revenge. ago. This is about ten years okay, ago. I mean, ten years. I am. Okay, so I this do. was ten years. This was ten years ago. Looking back on it, ten years later, how yeah. do you feel in retrospect about this? I feel like I was basically like a karmic judge, dread. You know, only with my penis instead of a gun. If that uh, makes sense. It doesn't make a ton of sense, but a, a karmic Judge Dredd. Yeah, I mean, Judge Dredd was Judge, Jury, and Executioner right there on the spot. I was similar to that, but instead of killing the person, I just simply slept with his girlfriend. Well, the other one's a know. little bit more, a little bit more wholesome. So when I was in high school, I was the weird kid. I was bullied by the jock. Classic oh, story. You? But Disney movies were made by it. What, what are you now? Now, now I'm a well-rounded, uh, weird individual. Uh, but at the time, I was slightly fringe at, at that moment. So, I bullied think, by. I it. think the I think the case could be made that you're a little. You're still a little fringe. Hey, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm in therapy. You know. Okay. Good. <laughs> so anyway, after you know months and months of bullying, probably years at this point, I said, you know what. I know where this person lives. I will enact some revenge for my mental anguish in high school. So I went over to his house and pulled the classic sugar into the gas tank, and then I put glue all over the hood of their car and then threw glitter at that glue and created an art project out of their expensive vehicle. And again, what, is sugar in the, what, is, what does sugar in the gas tank mean? So, Oh, it's a less than Jake song is where the inspiration comes from, but sugar dissolves gasoline. So when someone goes to start their car, the sugar throws through the fuel system and dissolves and eats all the gasoline. Sugar and gasoline uh, react in a corrosive nature. So when sugar enters your gas tank, it was a, a very common prank back in the day. That is, it's an art form that has been lost. So it was something that I was able to, you know, kind of a little bit of renaissance, if you will. Jay, um, what uh, when you tell the these glitter, things to your when you tell your, these things to your real therapist, what do they tell you? Uh, they said um, that'll be three ninety nine a month and twenty five hundred dollars each session, and they tell you what you want to hear, man. I mean, I don't know. I feel that you know therapy is just kind of if you tell them one thing, you can almost extract the answer that you want to hear to reinforce your own bullshit. I mean, you can you can you can guide the conversation to a point where you're going to be told what you want to hear, so therefore you continue with their program, and we continue with their program is to continue to contribute to them financially. Uh, do you think I'm doing that to you? Well, you haven't asked me for any money. I will give you my credit card phone number while I'm over the phone right now, if you'd like. But you have not asked me for anything. Okay. No, we can cool. we can we can cop this one. <laughs> well, listen, Jay. Um, you know, I hope things continue to go well for you and uh, in your in your therapy. It was, um, a it was a pleasure chatting with you, Lyle. Like I said, so I'm not surprised at all that we too, called. Jay. All right, well, you have a good night. Yeah, enjoy yours. Call from Max. Max.
Max. Gek. Gek, I'm here. You're here? I'm here. What does it mean to be here? Wow. You already stumped me. I didn't think it would happen this quick. Well, here it is. Life, life comes at you fast, Max. It certainly does, Gek. Hmm. So, here we are. We're just two people on the phone with each other. Mm-hmm. One person's in a gecko suit, and uh, I'm wearing regular clothes. We're on a thing. You're in a gecko. But at the end of the day, can, Max, if I could just sort of melt away all of the external things surrounding this conversation and focus on the conversation mm-hmm. itself, I feel like we can really sort of um, inhabit uh, the same the same space. A little oh, bit absolutely. Better. We can be what two brains interlinked. <sighs> Max, have you gotten revenge? I just recently got revenge and re- reverse revenge. You got reverse revenge? I got reverse revenge. I have never heard of the reverse revenge. How, well, let's start with the revenge revenge. How did you get, okay. you get revenge? Start so, with, let's start with the wronging. What was the wronging initially? The wronging was I used to do a thing called klepto clubbing. Where I would go to parties and I would take something, I would steal something from their house, like something strange, like barbecue, t- like pliers, or like, uh, where I'd go in the fridge and take their cranberry juice, like just weird shit. Mm. Um, and so my friends started to catch on to that. So we were at a party at the radio station I worked at, and someone had stolen a girl's Harley Quinn poster. Um, and I, I assisted with that, so that was that was the wrong. You assisted. What part? Uh, had, how, I feel like stealing a poster is a one-person job. It is a like one-person job, but if you have to distract the girl while they take okay. the poster, um, okay. and you know that she has feelings for you, you know, not exactly right. Okay, so did you? I mean, did you get a cut of the poster? Did you get like a pigtail, maybe a corner? Uh no, I I had I had no interest in it. <laughs> you play you play the game for the I, game itself. Yeah, I was playing the game for the, I, the the love of the sport. Gotcha. So it it was like two years ago that they that happened. So recently, I had ended up dating the girl. We broke up, uh, and then I remembered like, oh yeah, they stole that. So what I did is I snuck into their house. And I stole the poster back, and I returned it to the girl. So that was the reverse revenge. Interesting. See, okay, that's that took a different turn because when you said you you said you got reverse revenged, I thought it meant you got revenge on someone, and then they got revenge on you for your revenge. But you actually, literally, reversed your I, revenge. I did. But hold on now. So. You stole. Uh, you stole a poster and you gave it back. Uh, yeah, kinda. In a way, sure. I mean, I but, I assisted in stealing the poster, and then I stole the poster back and then returned it. So there was like three stealings. But the, what was stealing the poster revenge for? Oh, she was just being. She was being shitty to everyone. You know. <laughs> Mm. What was what was your main beef with her? She, she, she was just shitty to people in the group. So she was shitty to people in the group. Yeah, like I worked at a radio station, and there were there's you know, 
So, okay, so if this person was shitty to you and mm -hmm. you wanted to enact revenge by stealing one of their things, mm -hmm. uh, why the change of heart? Why did you eventually give it back? I don't know. I think I just had the realization of, like, that's kind of fucked up. Not in a huge way, but it was something that I knew I could do to set a couple things right before, you know, I, I leave. Okay, karmatically. Karmatically, I wanted balance. to set things in balance. But, I mean, you're going to have to kind of do a little bit of a my name is Earl here because, I mean, it sounds to me like this was not an isolated incident. You said you are a, a you, in your words, you said klepto thief. <laughs> klepto, yeah, sure. You said you were a klepto thief. Yeah, it was um, like klepto clubbing. So you probably, I mean, so you have an, a, an extent of history of stealing things. So you're kind of have to kind of go back. If you really want to balance yourself out karmatically, you actually have to. I hope you kept track of all of your your heists because you're gonna have to go re. -gift I guess I gotta buy or, some more uh, cranberry juice. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. Good luck on that journey. All right. Thanks, Gek. I'll do it. Of course. You have a good night. You. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Call from... Joe. Joe. How's it going, Geck? You know, Joe, that rhymes. Yeah, it does. A lot of stuff rhymes with Joe. It's a good name. Can you name ten things that rhyme with Joe right now? Off the top of your head. Uh, flow, go, bro, dro, uh, crow. Wait, dro's not a word. Dro? Alright. Dro is not a word. D-R-O-W? D-R-O? Like dro? Like weed? Sure. Alright. Well, what's going on, Gek? I got a good, uh, good revenge That's story for That's only four. You. We need six more words that rhyme with Drew. Uh, Wait, all right, what's uh, your name again? Joe. It's Joe. Right, six more words that rhyme with Drew. I mean, they rhyme with Joe. Uh, blow, crow, mo, toe, fro, uh, glow. Is that six? Low? You said low? I said grow and glow. <laughs> We've spent too much time on this. Joe, um... 
where do we go when we die? Man, I'd like to find out. I mean, I'm not too eager to find out, but uh, I'm curious as the rest of us, you know? Are you, how curious are, I feel like, is the average person that curious? Um, I don't know. I feel like everyone's got some sort of underlying curiosity, but I would say probably not. I guess the majority of people do their best to distract themselves and keep themselves from wondering what actually happens when we die. What do you do to distract yourself from uh, thinking about what happens when we die? Oh, shit, man. Uh, I don't know. I like to skateboard. I play Kendama. I like to, I, I got a bunch of frogs that I like to, you know, play around with. You have a you have a bunch of frogs. Like how many frogs? I got six right now. I'm trying to breed them. You have six frogs. Yeah, poison dart frogs. They're po- You have six poisonous frogs. Uh, well, yeah, they're not poisonous. They're they're the poison dart frogs, so they're real colorful and stuff. But they're not poisonous because they were bred in captivity. So theoretically, what would happen if you were to lick one of them? I don't think anything would happen. I think I'd be fine. I've touched them before. I've handled them. See, I don't like frogs because, okay, like I could pet a gecko because a gecko has dry, dry, scaly skin, but a frog is like wet. Yeah, they're not real like cuddly or friendly or real, real easy to play with, you know? (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, what are you gonna cool. do with the? Uh, are you trying to breed them? I mean, what are you gonna do with them? Uh, either like are you gonna keep going until you have a hundred frogs. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I'd like to have a whole collection of a bunch of different species and stuff. But I mean, if I get enough, or if I successfully breed them, you know, either sell them or keep them, or we'll see. Well, Joe, if you want, I'd be willing to join your collection for an observative fee. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll shoot you a message or a call then whenever I whenever I get some baby frogs. Cool. You could you could uh, I haven't been neutered, so if you want to breed me, I, I don't know if you could breed me with one of the frogs. I don't know if that would work, but I, I don't know if gecko frog interbreeding works, but uh, we can find out. Well, thank you so much uh, for offering for offering that opportunity to me, Joe. I really appreciate it. Good. I hope it's a once in a lifetime for you. Yeah, me too. You have a good night. Uh, wait, you want to hear my revenge story? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so I worked at this uh, summer camp a couple of years ago for like little kids, like third graders through fifth graders, and uh, I was like a student teacher basically in these in these classrooms. And there was this one class that I had to help out with all summer. That was like this young architect builder class kind of deal where all these fucking third graders would get together and then I would have to assist them with like building these model houses and model buildings and stuff like that and uh this one day this one kid was like putting together his house and he was like hey Joe can you come over here and help me out with my house and I said yeah sure no problem so I go up to his little work table there and I put my hands down on the table and lean over to help him and I put my hand in a fucking huge puddle of hot glue. Why they have these third graders working with hot glue by themselves, I mean, that's beyond me. But I put my I hand down. up somehow, dude. I know. I mean, I put my hand in this giant puddle of hot glue, scalded my hand. got this giant, mm. like, four-inch blister on my palm and was just like, 
refraining from freaking out, you know, in front of all these third graders and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this fucking kid just like scalded my hand and, you know, put my hand out of commission for a good three so what, weeks. What'd you do to get revenge on the kid? Well, there was Did like 20 win? kids. <laughs> I, I fucking wanted to. <laughs> but uh, there was like 20 kids or so in this class. And uh, I was like, you know, I mean, this dude had been giving me issues just like this wasn't the first time. I mean, he was like pretty rambunctious and like, you know, always okay. just being like more than just a distraction. I mean, I was a distraction. So how did you class, get back? Uh, I talked to the teacher and to like the head of the camp, and I was like, "Look, this kid's a straight up fucker, and like, is just like I didn't mention the him burning my hand on hot glue thing. I was just like, yeah, this kid's like a bully to other kids. He's a distraction to the class. He like slows oh, everything down." Oh, you told down. on him. Yeah, essentially. I mean, like, I wouldn't mm. consider myself to be a snitch, but I got what this I kid fucking done. booted. What I would have done is I would have, you know, every kid brings their lunch into school or whatever. I would have gone into his cubby during recess or whatever, right before lunch, and I would have taken out his peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I would have spread a bunch of of glue on it. That would be, honestly, probably better revenge than getting him booted out of the class. Mm -hmm. Well, next time a third grader pisses you off, you know what to do. Yeah, hopefully I don't have to deal with any uh, fucker third graders anymore, so... Well, thank you so much for sharing, Joe. You have a wonderful rest of the night. Yeah, you too, man. Call from... Chris. Chris. Hello. Hey. Holy cow. Never thought I'd get on this. Everyone keeps calling in and then telling me that they never thought they would get on there. If you called in, then there's a chance you'll get on. Yes, but the, yes, but the problem in lies is that when you call, it's as if... There's like, you only have a very slim chance. Like, it must have asked me 15 times in the automation if, uh, what's your name? State your name. I stated it, it would ring, and then your automated voicemail would come on, and that was it. Listen, Chris, Chris, that's all in the past now. Together, you and I are in the present, and I would like to hear from you. Have you ever gotten revenge? You know, I actually haven't gotten revenge. I just wanted to call, and I'm not a vengeful kind of guy. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't You're not a vengeful guy. I don't I don't seek out reasons to have revenge for somebody. Does that make sense? Makes a little bit of sense. I mean I think that's good. I, I think it's good. I, I, I think that, you know, if somebody does me wrong or has done me wrong, for example, in my day to day at work or in personal life, I'm just the kind of guy to kinda of like Remaneuver, re-strategize, and kind of, you know, figure out a way to kind of be successful despite that situation. Does that make sense? We got two nice people in a row who would never hurt a fly, never uh, uh, exact revenge on anyone. Well, no, I I, I would. It's just I haven't had that that situation happen. Like, for example. Well, well, let me ask you then something. Let me ask you then something, Chris. What would someone have to do to you? To get you to be vengeful? That's a good question. Okay, so here, here's the problem with me. Okay, this is, this is a, a good problem to have, but it's also a bad problem. You can push me. You can, you can come at me. You can talk shit about me. You can, you know, talk shit behind my back. And really, I'm not going to ever get to a point where I want to 
wish any evil upon you or do any bad upon you. However... Well, what'll get you there, Chris? If you are to do anything to my family, to my friends, to somebody that I care about, or to somebody that may have a disability, or somebody that is in a lesser position than you financially, or in, in life, or in health, and you are cruel to that person, then that that is a way to get anger out of me. And and, and that, that, that could be physical, or that could be just making that person's life a living hell for you know, to try to teach them. Well, you know, Chris, you said, well, Chris, you I mean, I get you on the family, but you said that anyone who does anything bad to anyone uh, who's less fortunate than them. And there's people doing horrible things to people who are less fortunate than them all the time, every day. How are you doing anything to try to get revenge on those people? Or are you going out and getting into fist fights? Uh, you know, not really. Not, I mean, I'm 36 years old now. You know, I mean, those days are kind of behind me. I don't mm. get into situations too much where physical physical altercation. I think COVID's kind of kind of done that too. Like, there's not a whole lot of social settings where that can happen right now, if you think about it. Well, listen, Chris. You know, I like the philosophy, and I hope that you continue to defend your family's honor. Gek, I appreciate everything you do. I I very frequently uh, lay in bed at night, and right before I fall asleep. You're the last person I listen to. I enjoy your wisdom. I enjoy your take on life and just your general interest in other people. You're an interesting individual, and thank you for that. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate that. Take care. Bye. You have a good one. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Gecko.